This podcast is brought to you by Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. If you're interested in creating or expanding your podcast, find out more at ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. Join Ambiguous Podcast Solutions to bring your podcast to life. Welcome to Wake Up With Wall Street for Monday, February 1st. Today's top stories, the same Reddit crowd that propelled GameStop to an 1,800% year-to-date gain as a new target, and that target's up 10% overnight. What is it? And will this be a replay of that GameStop short squeeze? I'll tell you in a moment. And the hedge fund at the heart of that short squeeze announced that they sustained a 53% loss in January. That's right. They lost more than half of their assets due to trading losses in just the first month of the year. Who is it? And how have things changed? Finally, the stock market is making a big move overnight. Which direction and what's next? More on those and other topics shortly, as well as a check of the overnight markets, including GameStop. I'm Scott Nations. Now wake up and let's get to it. A quick recap of the action on Wall Street from Friday. The broad market got pummeled on Friday with worries that the frenzied trading in heavily shorted meme stocks is a warning sign that the market's in a bubble and vulnerable to more volatility. The S&P 500 lost 1.9% on the day and the NASDAQ 100 lost just a bit more, it lost 2.1% on the day. Meanwhile, GameStop gained 68% as the Robinhood online trading platform reopened trading in GameStop and other meme stocks for customers, although access is now heavily restricted with limits on the number of shares a customer can buy. A personal note here, I think Robinhood's been really stupid here. I don't understand how they can prevent somebody from buying fully funded shares, that is, shares that they're paying 100% cash for rather than using margin. I don't know how they can do that in the name of customer protection. I don't use the platform, but then again, I already have a mother. Volatility gained ground, as you would expect when the S&P loses nearly 2%. Valdex, ticker symbol VOLI, rose 14% on the day on Friday. The hedge fund taking the brunt of losses from this recent short squeeze announced over the weekend that it had sustained a 53% loss during the month of January. Melvin Capital is that hedge fund, and this is quite the comeuppance for the former high flyer. Reporting by the Wall Street Journal says the fund has closed most, if not all, of its positions, including those in GameStop, and now has less risk in its portfolio than at any point in its history. Composite details regarding short interest are released rarely, but the end of the month is one of those times, so we'll be waiting to learn the latest details about short interest. Look for any new names on that list to become very popular very fast. Looking at the day ahead on Wall Street, traders will be watching the next Reddit baby, and inexplicably, that seems to be silver. That's right, Robinhood traders seem to be moving on from GameStop and AMC theaters, to the stuff your grandmother's tea service has been hammered out of. At 7 a.m. Eastern Time, silver futures are up 10% on the day, and they're now up 20% since last Wednesday. This one's going to be very different from the GameStop carnage, in my opinion. There aren't large shorts in the silver market, and the vast majority of shorts are going to be hedges. If you're a silver miner and you know you're going to mine a million ounces of silver in the month of February, then you can hedge that production by selling silver futures short if you think the price is really favorable. You then satisfy your short position by actually delivering the silver you produce. It's impossible to create more GameStop shares, which is the reason that short squeeze worked, but it's possible to dig more silver out of the ground and miners do it every day. I think this one's going to get ugly for those who jump on 
the silver bandwagon and try and squeeze a short that doesn't exist. GameStop is actually quiet overnight. At 7 a.m. Eastern time, it's essentially unchanged from Friday's closing price of $325 a share. The broad market loves the idea that things may be settling down. The S&P 500 and the NASDAQ 100 are both set to open higher by about 1%, while the Dow is set to open higher by three quarters of 1%. None of that will make up for Friday's beatdown, but it's a start. Energy is slightly higher overnight. Crude oil is at $52.70 a barrel, so it's still in its recent range. Gold is up 17% overnight, but that's less than 1%. Investors who fell for the charlatans telling them to buy gold, and surprise those charlatans are often in the business of selling gold, have to feel like saps right now. Gold isn't gaining like silver, and Bitcoin, which has been replacing gold as a store of value, is still on fire in the best possible way. Continuing our look at the day ahead, we'll get some important manufacturing data as well as construction spending data mid-morning, as well as some Fed speak this afternoon. We'll also get some earnings announcements, but earnings announcements are beginning to tail off. That's been Wake Up With Wall Street for Monday, February 1st. I'm Scott Nations. Remember, you can join me every weekday to get a jump on the day ahead and be certain to join me every Friday for that week's worst company in the world. Now wake up and go get them.